Hey everybody, welcome to the Ham on Rye podcast. I'm Ham. And I'm Rye. And this is episode one, take two. Doing it all over again. Doing it again. Still figuring it out. Uh, We already recorded the first episode of this podcast, but then due to a combination of, uh, I guess you could say, user error and computer malfunction, it has now been corrupt and lost to the ether. Mm -hmm. So it is now really just a myth. Yeah, we could be lying. We could be lying. I have no reason to lie to you kind of the opposite of what we want to do with the show (laughs) but (laughs) you don't know us so i guess we could be lying but um yeah that was a bummer that was definitely a bummer we had a pretty good episode in the back i felt like Mm -hmm. sounded good we sounded more competent than we are (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it was a good one but um hopefully we can we can do it again and maybe even better as I fuck up that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be all right. I mean, if we can't do it again, then we've got no business podcasting anyways, because that would just mean that <laughs> yeah, we it, was a, it was a fluke exactly. anyways. So <laughs> hopefully, hopefully this doesn't prove that true, but... We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, um, if, if you can't tell, um, we don't really know. How yeah, we're we're not experienced even in the whole talking into a microphone thing, let alone You just broke a pen. <laughs> I just snapped a pen, I'm fidgeting so much. <laughs> Damn. You made it across the I don't room. even know where I don't know where it went, but yeah, I heard it rico- yeah, there it is. I heard it ricochet across <laughs> the other side of the room. <laughs> All right, off to a great start. Yeah. Um no, but I think we do want to start this episode in kind of a similar fashion to the one that we already did. The one that we lost. The one that we lost. And I guess we, I didn't even have to say that because it's not like they knew. But That's true. But yeah, I think we just kind of want to start off by introducing ourselves and our intentions and motivations when it comes to this podcast and just creating things in general, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. Would you like to start off that conversation or shall I? Do you have any immediate thoughts on that topic? I mean, really, I think my reasoning is, is pretty simple. Um, I just kind of want to figure myself out yeah, a little bit yeah. more than I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, kind of develop further as a as a human and a person. As a human, as a person, as a friend, as a conversationalist, because as you can tell, I'm not good at this. <laughs> <laughs> You're not bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's that's mainly mainly my focus on like more more of a selfish sort of. Um, yeah, yeah, and I think we're both kind of on the, in in line on that with that being our main the main sort of driving force behind this is just kind of I guess a tool for self-improvement um yeah just a way to figure ourselves out um I know that I personally am the type of person who talking things through with some somebody or even just saying something out loud kind of goes a long way for me in confirming whether like you know do I really feel that way is that you know how it helps me form opinions, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Is it hopefully that this will 
further that, I yeah. guess, yeah. will be a, a catalyst for that sort of change and development that I'm looking for. I feel like I'm at, I'm, I'm simultaneously at a crossroads and in a rut. Mm-hmm. I'm in a, I'm in a intersecting that. rut right now, and I'm, I'm trying to uh, find whatever way I can to get out of that. And so I'm hoping this will be, if not the thing to do it, uh, a step in the right direction at least. Right. Now, yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Um, I think we're in we're in a rut together, but separately <laughs> at, at the same time. In separate ruts together. Um, so hopefully, hopefully this will this will help a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. And then another thing, for me, kind of unrelated to that. I don't know if this really qualifies as a selfish reason or not. But as somebody who listens to a lot of podcasts, I listen to like two or three every day almost while I'm at work. Um, I'm just finding like less and less relatable content out there that that could very well be a me thing. That could be like me obviously changing in my tastes and the things that I want to consume changing and maybe... Uh, whatever you'd call it. My media library hasn't quite caught up with my tastes, but I don't know. I just don't see a whole lot of content out there anymore that I really identify with. Um, And that's something that's been bothering me the last few months, especially. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, I... I definitely agree with that. And I think a lot of people, especially during, you know, going a few years back and during the uh, pandemic, excuse me, um, when podcasts were really blowing up, like like, Mm -hmm. there were just podcasts left. I mean, there still are podcasts left and right, but I feel like that was um, at that point sort of a way for people to escape and like almost like a friend simulator while you were like yeah. stuck inside and couldn't yeah, go anywhere exactly. and couldn't socialize. And that was wonderful. And I think there was, everybody could relate in some way because everybody, at least in, in you know. We were all in the same we were, situation. Yeah, exactly. We were all in the same boat. But now that things have gotten back to normal, I guess, a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm realizing that a lot of the podcasts that we listen to together or that I listen to, it's all pretty unrelatable to me, to like an everyday person. Yeah. And sometimes you want that. Sometimes you want that escape, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not but, trying to uh, knock any of the podcasts right. out there. It's just that, I, I don't know. I, my my th- first thought was to say it's becoming oversaturated, which it is, but... So let's yeah. add another one. Yeah, exactly. But no, I just see like a lacking of real people out there, content from people that really feel genuine and, and fully authentic and they're not just like a cultivated personality or anything like that. Or even more often you see like somebody who's a pre-established entertainer or influencer or something like that winds up starting a podcast and it's little more than a cash grab Mm -hmm. they just load as many ads into it as they can and they do 40 minutes of talking supplement it with 20 minutes of ads and then call it an hour-long program and it just doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of heart 
or realness to any of it. And yeah, that, that has been bothering me a lot over the last few months, I think. So it would just feel nice to like, feel like at least I'm trying to do something differently. Yeah. And something genuine and relatable and for yeah. the everyman. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, I would say that that's like my overarching goal for this in, in even more than that, like we were saying at the beginning, um, just I, it'll be a process for me to find my genuine self and really figure out my interests and opinions and personality pretty much. I feel like I've been kind of slowly over the course of the last year or two, even probably starting to like close off parts of my personality and just from being distracted by, you know, the imbalance of work and life and how the human element kind of seems to get lost in the in the monotony of routine, I guess. Yeah, um, I am definitely in the same boat with you. And it's something that, like, I'm listening to you say that and going, oh, shit. <laughs> That's exactly what I feel. Um, and it's something that you don't even realize sometimes that you get into a rut like that and then no. you're losing parts of yourself. Yeah, you usually, I feel like, don't realize it until it's gotten to a point late. where it's too late yeah. and you've already lost a good deal of yourself. And I feel like I have lost a good deal of myself. So I'm hoping that this will be an opportunity to recapture and grow and evolve those mm -hmm. parts of myself that have been have been lost. I have definitely become a much more negative person not even the last year but most especially like the last six months the the just my work has been getting to me and I just have I've lost a lot of my coping skills because I feel like in the work induced depression I've been through um I don't know I've kind of in that sort of because I don't know it's tricky depression is really it really is like a cloud mm -hmm. a lot of people oh, yeah. think of it as like a sadness There's a or like yeah like there is a, I feel like there is an aspect of it that is not too dissimilar to grief because in a way you're almost like grieving for yourself that's a good way of putting but it but yeah. even more than that to me it's like being in a, a big cloud or dense fog and it's just like you lose sight of so many things and it's not until that fog starts to clear or something like that that you really realize how much you were missing out of on yourself and life and all of that and I've, I've started coming to that realization it's funny I've known it I've known I was depressed for a while but you you don't always realize it if that makes any right. sense, like the realization of it doesn't really set in. Yeah, you can say like, oh, I'm depressed because you feel sad or whatever. But like, yeah, there there usually comes a moment where you go, wait, you look around, and you're like, it's taken over my entire life. And yeah. I didn't realize it's like it. I knew I was depressed, but I didn't realize it was this bad. Right. I, was... Yeah. I recently actually went through that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully I, I'm. I don't know. It's an incredibly selfish and almost like just using this podcast as therapy. But hey, I'm at not? the point now where I'm like, hey, if it works, it works. So there's no 
guarantee or even really expectation that anybody is going to listen to this. I have no idea if this recording's even going to see the light of day, so I'm not really going to worry about it too much in this moment. I think instead what we're trying to capture is just real genuine humans figuring it out, mm-hmm. just figuring themselves out, figuring out life and the future and the now and the now all of that's, that that's a big part um if you don't mind me taking no, it for please. a second but yeah that's that's another big thing um that i would like to try to tap into for myself um doing this podcast is just be present it's such a hard thing to do sometimes yeah it really is um yeah. especially when you like speaking for myself now have spent so much of the last like two years just worrying and trying to plan so much for the future you completely it's so easy to lose sight of like okay but i need to make sure that i'm enjoying this moment currently too right it's like what's the point of planning and trying to like live for the future if you're just hating yourself and your situation more every day or or you like don't allow yourselves or don't allow yourself to do things or go out or enjoy things because you're like, no, I have to be asleep by this time and I have to do this and then I have to wake up here. Like, it's it's too much and you just have yeah. to, at some point, step back and go, oh, you know what? I'm going to go to this concert tonight on a whim and I might be late to work tomorrow. Who fucking cares? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I definitely struggle with that. I struggle with the getting out of the house in general for yeah. anything. I yeah. think my... My depression turned me into what I would I would call a casual agoraphobe. I can still do without issue the things that are routine, but it is very hard to get me to step outside of the house outside of routine. That is the most accurate thing I've ever heard you say about <laughs> yourself. <laughs> a casual agoraphobe. Put it on a shirt. You really casual are. agoraphobe. It's true. I feel it in like wavy lettering, maybe italicized. <laughs> <laughs> I would wear that. Um, put it on a hat, actually, for me. Oh, yeah. Um, Embroidered on a nice dad hat. Yes, perfect. Yeah, I see it. We're going to make that. That's the first Ham on Rye merch right yes. there. The casual agoraphobe bucket hat and dad hat. Yes. <laughs> um, and I am I'm an extreme introvert who wants so badly to be an extrovert. Yeah. Like, I want to be a part of all of these things and go out and do all these things. And then I am in a social situation and I either completely (laughs) clam up and, like, become just a part of the wall, essentially. (laughs) Yeah. Or I embarrass the shit out of myself and just, like, (laughs) I don't know. I don't even know. I feel like I black out and just start talking. And then I I walk (laughs) away and go, the fuck was I saying? What just happened? Like, why did I leave the house? Who let me do this? Yeah, it's, it's awful. Um, so how we started, how we became friends and started dating is... is it's a minor me. miracle. Yeah. I would say. Don't know how it happened. For sure. Um, but yeah, so kind of went on a little tangent there. But overall, I would say that's like my main motivation for starting the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, is there anything else you wanted to add to that? Any other motivating factors or goals you have? Anything you would like to accomplish with this podcast? Or you're just here to hang out and have some fun? <laughs> have a few laughs? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, um, 
with all that being said, you know, this is going to be somewhat therapeutic for both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to try not to dwell too much on all those negative things. And, you know, yeah. all yeah. of our issues. We're not going to talk about all of I, depression every time. Yeah. I, yeah. Like that. I definitely don't want this to wind up being like sounding like a weekly therapy session. I would just no like for that. it to feel that way. Right. <laughs> Who knows? I don't even know if that, you know, is a realistic goal or anything like that. But I just feel like something good will definitely come of doing this. Yeah. One way or another, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, it never hurts good. to commit yourself to something anyways. Right. Exactly. Unless it's like an insane asylum or something like that. You don't want to be like committed. committed. Yeah. Yeah, Unless no. you need it. Unless it's good, you know, if you're violent and uh, unhinged. Maybe maybe the asylum is the place for you, I guess. But I'm glad I'm not the one who has to make that judgment call. Yeah? Like, I don't want to decide who's crazy or not. I feel like I could be swayed by a crazy person pretty easily. I'd be like, oh, damn, he does kind of have just, a point, he's though. He's got a good point. Yeah, just let him go. <laughs> the lizard people are pretty crazy. <laughs> Easily swayed by the loonies. That's and, the rye story. I mean, with all this alien stuff going on, lizard people might be real. We don't even know. I don't know. I don't know what's real. I don't know what to believe in any news article, especially if it's even semi-politics related. Then I'm like, well, I just, I don't know if I can take any of this as fact. There's always agendas and ulterior motives and party lines being towed and all that shit. I... I don't know what to believe. And I think that is, I don't know. I think that probably in some way ties into my desire to do a podcast. I don't really know how, but I just feel <laughs> like, I don't know. I get most of my news now from podcasts, mm-hmm. but also there's so many podcasts. Cause I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts. I know there's all sorts out there. There's probably people who listen to exclusively cooking podcasts or history or true crime or whatever. I mean, I like the more conversational, you know, have some gags, some goofs, some giggles, all the, all the G's. I like my podcasts G'd out. G'd out. That's how I describe them. <laughs> G'd up from the teeth up. I like it. But that's actually just a small portion of the head. So that's yeah. actually, they're actually not that G'd up. No. They're like, 10% G'd up, maybe. Maybe. maybe at, at so that, yeah. I, I think we need to flip that. We need, I mean, G'd up from the feet up. That's what there I should have go. said initially. That's it. G'd up from the feet up. <laughs> you know, to make this nonsensical thing make no sense no. still. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Maybe I am not meant to podcast. <laughs> what were you saying, though? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot. I don't even remember <laughs> now. And that's a real person being real. Yeah. <laughs> I was just saying it five minutes ago. I had no clue then, and I don't even remember now. No, nope, don't remember what you were saying at all. But yeah, I'd, unless there's anything you want to add to that, yeah. I don't really, I feel like we maybe have at this point beaten a dead horse on the uh, Why We're Podcast. Maybe we'll trim the fat on that a yeah, little in probably. post. You probably just sound like crazy, like... I don't know. We Deeply probably... insecure and slightly loony. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if people are going to listen to this and be like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, I know who I am. I know my opinions. Like, what? Like, hey, you know what I mean? If that's the case, good for you. If you've got any tips, tricks, or secrets on how you got there, share the wealth. Share the wealth of knowledge. Let us know. 
But I know that we're not the only ones who have been in this situation. I know so many people out there are plagued with self-doubt, low confidence, just and then being complete on, lack of belief in themselves. Yeah, and then being a part of social media or being on social media at all or listening to podcasts, it doesn't always help. Sometimes, I mean, no. often it makes it way worse. Yeah, I um, rarely ever walk away from like, a, a, a fucking scrolling rabbit hole feeling better than when I started scrolling. Mm-hmm. That rarely ever happens. And I'm like, damn, that was time well spent. Yeah, I spent and an I feel hour good scrolling about and I want to fucking kill myself. And now Great. I'm ugly, stupid, uncreative, and untalented. And wasted <laughs> a, a good portion of my time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I I think for me especially that, it, like I said, these problems really came to a head for me in the last six months. And that's about the time I started using Instagram again. And I can't, I, I don't doubt that there's a correlation between Probably that. Um, it, it is not good for the brain, I don't think. At least not in, maybe in very, very small doses. Well, then you definitely don't want to get on TikTok. No, and we need to talk about that because in the last week now, you have had your first official introduction to TikTok. Mm -hmm. I've never had an account. I've never been on the app. And you just downloaded it for the first time this past week. I did. And you have not given me the breakdown yet. I don't know what it's like. Well, I've opened it about three times total. Okay. Um, That's because the first time I opened it, well, I was extremely confused because I felt like I didn't even know what buttons did what. Um, I put my, it asked you for a nickname which I guess would be like your name, and then it asks you for your username. But hmm. I thought nickname was going to be my username, so uh. I. It's just all, and then you can only change it. I think once every like week or something like that. So I had to wait. I actually haven't changed it yet. Uh, <laughs> I was just getting confused. so not off to a good I start. I felt so old. I was like <laughs> <laughs> everybody on there is like. 17 years old no just like the fact that i didn't even know how to navigate this app mm. like i'm be- I, it might, I might as well have been on a flip phone that's what i felt like <laughs> um or then once i figured that out i was then just confused um by content <laughs> Um, quote unquote content. I mean, it's it's content, <laughs> but um, you're not content with I, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't know, man. I felt like my brain was turning to soup. Um, yeah, there was a moment. I think it was like the first or second time you you brought it up. I was I was out on the porch while you were getting your introduction, um, and I came in to you sitting in the chair with a mixture of disgust and befuddlement is yep. what i would describe on your face yep um and i could hear the the sounds of the videos <laughs> on your phone but i could not decipher or discern a goddamn thing i didn't know if people i it sounded like chaos yeah i i don't remember what video it was but yeah i just remember like sitting there with like kind of my mouth hanging open like <laughs> and i know i i've heard like once you start getting the algorithm or like once you gotta train the algorithm to show you what you like i guess it's my understanding at least i don't know man i mean i'm i'll try it i'll try it for a while 
but I don't know if it's for me. We'll see. We'll, we'll talk about it in like a week or two once I like actually use it a little bit more. Um, yeah, but I know. For now, I'm utterly confused by all of it. Yeah, I I've had a recent experience, similar experience recently, in that uh, for the first time ever, I set up a Twitter account, kind of, kind of the same but different, um, and kind of have the same takeaways as you. It's it doesn't seem quite as chaotic as TikTok, but. I just have, I have literally an account where I'm not following anybody and I didn't really set a whole lot of like interests for it. So I'm just kind of seeing what I would call the general shit. I think that was one of my mistakes. Um, I did the same thing. Yeah. It has only worsened the, uh, I don't know what's going on syndrome that I have. The, I don't seem, feel like I can relate to anything because it is just like, I don't know. Okay. A lot of. I don't know if this is just because he owns the company now, but it seems like half of all anybody talks about on Twitter is Elon Musk or Tesla related, or it's just like celebrity news related. Like I could not give two fucks about it, but now I feel like I know every detail of the ongoing Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas Mm -hmm. drama. Like I could really, really care less, or I guess I couldn't care less is, is technically how you say that, but um yeah and then just i don't know it's really like a whole lot of nothing Mm -hmm. is my main takeaway i will say though after creating a a tiktok and getting on it and like because i was i was kind of the odd man out like everybody i feel like everybody has a tiktok you know what i mean or or yeah that's where people get their news and their information and comedy and just everything um, a lot of podcasts, you know, it's they watch TikToks and make fun of them or, you know, even talk yeah. about it, discuss it. Um, where was I going with that? Um, it does make me feel a little bit more like I'm a part of the rest of the world. I feel like we, we tend to like kind of isolate You're ourselves. You're in with the uh, cultural zeitgeist or whatever. Yeah, at least a little bit. Um, just... Yeah, I don't know. I think because we're both sort of like pessimistic or, I mean, I don't know. Nihilistic. <laughs> hey, speak for yourself, okay? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? We kind of both, um, especially if you, you know, through the years, we kind of like shunned that sort of thing. And we were like, we don't give a fuck about social media and all that stuff and mm-hmm. what's current. And we, we didn't care. But I think in a way we've sort of, isolated ourselves absolutely um so it's kind of nice to but we're both trying to break out of that a bit i think with your twitter and my tiktok um but yes and the dang podcast you're listening to right now yeah yeah true Um, i think this is the biggest or most representative thing of that is we're just acknowledging that we're not fully there as the people we want to be but we're going to put ourselves out there and Figure it out. <laughs> Two pieces of shit Three words of the uh, day. Yeah, exactly. Just figuring it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really know what we're bringing to the table. I just know we're at the table. We're here. We, we literally are. We are at, at a, a table. table. We've got some dim lighting, a little bit of wine. We had water. It's now empty. But, I know. I need some water. Um, we might be taking a slight short water break. 
Actually, yeah. Yeah, let's take a quick break, grab some water, and then we come back and we're going to talk about some Spider-Man, I think. I love it. All right. I love it. Let me grab that water. So now we're back, more hydrated than ever, Mm -hmm. ready to take on the second half of this podcast, and more importantly, ready to talk some Spider-Man, because we are recording this while we're in the throes of a Spider-Man binge, Spider-Man marathon, whatever you want to call it, Uh, Spider-Tember, as I've taken to calling it. Spider-Tember, baby. Pretty much the entirety of September, we've watched nothing but Spider-Man. I think we determined where it was like somewhere around the halfway part halfway point of the the movies yeah i think we said we have maybe we've watched like eight left. technically at the time of recording this we've watched like eight and a half yes i think we, we watched are... half of a movie last night and didn't finish it coming back to it tonight yes uh yeah because we are including captain america and civil war or and avengers and all of that stuff as venom. well yes venom i forgot about that yeah yes um yeah, so we kicked it off with the, the Tobey Maguire trilogy. We're going in, I think technically, I'm just going off of some list on the internet, but I think that that list is in order of release date, mm-hmm. which I think also falls in line with the, well, obviously with the later, more recent Marvel Cinematic Universe, all of that is in order. And then, yeah. So I think it's just been in order by of release date. So we started with... Tobey Maguire's trilogy. And that was actually surprisingly the first time you had ever seen those movies. Yeah, I don't know how... Which kind of baffles me. I missed it. It was right <laughs> in the time frame of like... Like smack dab in the middle of your childhood. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I would have seen that in theaters, but nope, didn't, yeah. haven't seen any of them well, until now. And I think you even said you were a big... Uh, Kristen? Kirsten. Kirsten Dunst. Pretty sure it's Kirsten. Kirsten Dunst fan. I mean, she was in so many of my favorites from uh, from that time frame. That's what's so yeah. weird. Yeah, because I think we looked no it sense. up. Because you said that Bring It On was a huge one oh, for yeah. you. And that was released like a year before I can't Spider-Man. remember what year that was. But yeah. I feel like one was 2001 and the other was 2002 something or something like, like that. Something like that. Yeah. Makes no sense. So, yeah, I don't know how you missed that. But yeah, what were your thoughts we can go movie by movie or just thoughts on the uh, trilogy as a whole. I'm intrigued. We haven't, we've talked about it a little, of course, and of course said things while the movies were going, but we've been trying to save most of the conversation for the podcast. Yes. Um, so I will say, oh, man, so we've seen so many. Uh, the, you know, it starts to get a little muddled, but not Toby's. That first trilogy yeah. is standalone, like it's it's its own thing whether you love it or you hate it (laughs) (laughs) um so good like i i don't know i really enjoyed them and i don't know maybe it was because it was like you said smack dab in the middle of my my childhood um and that i i really remember movies being made like that Mm -hmm. um Maybe that's why it felt so comfortable to me and i liked it a lot (laughs) but 30 year olds playing high schoolers oh my god (laughs) That was like the biggest like I don't want to call it like a hiccup like that but that was the thing that that took me out of those movies the most was how old especially in that first one. Yeah. Everybody looked yeah. when they were still in high school. Ridiculous. But that was a thing back then. Like Yeah, that's know, just how they just, cast movies. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and I feel but, like for the most part, they still do that, but they try to at least make or, or cast actors that look a little bit younger. I yeah, mean, I feel like Spider-Man is actually representative of that. Like they got better with it, with every with iteration everyone, yeah. of Spider-Man. Like Andrew Garfield, age-wise, was an improvement on Tobey Maguire. And then Tom Holland was them kind of finally getting the closest it, yeah. that they've gotten so far, at least. Yeah, Andrew Garfield looked more like he was in college. Yeah. To me. I mean, Toby, I don't know how, I don't want to knock him <laughs> because I don't know how old he was. Toby was, looked like he was graduating college. I know, that's what I was going to say. He looked like a like, yeah, 25 year old, like, yeah. like a high schooler. I mean, um, he probably was, he right? Probably was I, don't, I, don't I don't know, know how old he was, but. But yeah, Tobey Maguire, like, in my mind, if somebody just says Spider-Man, like, that's who I picture. picture I picture Tobey Maguire, because I love the wet, upside-down kiss. That's the first thing. It's the first thing I think of when I think of <laughs> Spider-Man. I think, him, think of him macking on Mary Jane upside-down. I mean, it is a classic. Um, but no, I mean, those movies were huge for me. Even the third one, which is definitely the easiest to laugh at, I would say the easiest to poke fun at. Still loved it. Still love it to this day. And I think all of the little cheesy, corny, stupid bits kind of make the movie. <laughs> I think it's the one that I can remember. I remember the most. Yeah. I, what was the second one? The second one was Doc Ock. Okay. Yeah. yeah that was good too. Yeah. He was good. I like whoever that was. I think, yeah. I feel like he did a good job. Especially I feel like he is somebody I've seen somewhere I didn't recognize else. Immediately. But yeah. 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 But then, yeah, from from Tobey Maguire, we then went Andrew Garfield, right? That was mm-hmm. those two were next in line, and you hadn't seen those either. No, no, not at all. Wow. I remember them coming out, obviously, but well, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. I, I don't think I was interested, to be honest with you, when those came out. That that at least makes sense. It is less surprising that you didn't see those than the Tobey Maguire right. ones that came out when you were you were young and mm-hmm. a little baby. Well, not a little baby, but, but yeah. How know. did uh how did Andrew Garfield Spider Man compare to Tobey Maguire for you? Well, like you were saying, uh, appearance wise, he made a little bit more sense. Yes, but he and I'm not knocking Andrew Garfield. Um, because I think he's a good actor. I think he's a really good actor, actually. But he played the character way too cool, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Like, he had this, like, kind of cool guy, awkward, like, almost like kind of ADD, but in a cool way. Kind <laughs> yeah. of, like, approach to it. Um, that yeah, was I feel just like not... movies liked that personality at yeah. those times. That kind of personality was very right. in- and, and I mean, I I like it, but it's not Peter Parker. No, I feel like he'd no. be the first person you would like expect to be Spider Man. Yeah, I might actually say that. Upon further reflection, that is maybe my least favorite representation of both Spider Man and Peter Parker. I still enjoyed those movies, but I think. Tobey Maguire did Peter Parker better, and Tom Holland has done... Uh, I don't know. Maybe Tobey Maguire did both of them better. <laughs> I don't, we haven't finished... We haven't gotten through all of Tom Holland's. And I That's just, true. I We've just only... have a feeling he's going to fucking kill it. I have a feeling this is going to be the, the best one, but I, I don't know. We'll see, because we've only really seen him 
We've only seen one standalone Tom yeah, Holland Spider-Man. We saw Homecoming. And we have seen, we saw him in a little bit of Civil War. Mm -hmm. And then, what was it, Infinity War. And now we are, at this point in time, halfway through Endgame. Yeah, which we've not seen any of them. We haven't seen any of those Avenger movies no, or anything like no. that. No. I think I maybe saw the first Avengers movie when it first came out. Oh, like just Avengers? Yeah. Yes, I saw that one saw for that, sure. And then the first two Thor movies and then... Didn't, haven't seen any Thor movies. Um, I, I saw Doctor Strange. We saw Doctor Strange together and we were both like... Was that our first date? I think it might have been our first date. Like and we were both date. not feeling it at all but didn't want to be like, do you want to leave? Yeah, it was like, yeah. <laughs> like, we both wanted to leave halfway through the movie, and we just, like, stuck it out because we didn't know how the other person was feeling about it. Yeah, especially on a first day that's so awkward to be like, okay, this kind of sucks. Like, Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe watching Endgame and Infinity War, um, maybe I could go back and watch Doctor Strange, and it's not as bad as I remember it being. Like, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I still kind of have the same opinion having watched like Civil War and Infinity War and all of that stuff like of all those other Avenger characters that I had back. Like I just don't find them particularly interesting. Like I find the story of Spider-Man interesting as a hero and his like personal just... life dynamic versus his hero life dynamic and stuff like that. Like I just don't. I don't care about Tony Stark or Iron Man, really. I don't. Right. I really, really don't care about Captain America. <laughs> like, I can't stand. He Captain seems America. like he's a pompous asshole. Yeah, I don't and like him. I and, think there's just there's just too much. I, I like Thor. I kind of like Thor. Um, but there's just too much going on. There's too many characters, and it just gets muddled. And everyone kind of has like the same personality, just slightly different. You know what I mean? And the only time it is different, it's to drive conflict exactly. in the story. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I definitely am not walking away from this wanting to watch more Marvel movies. No, I, I don't think. As evidenced by the fact that we only got halfway through Endgame last night, which was like the big one, wasn't it? Or was that Infinity War? I'm not sure. There was I'm one that sure. had so much hype, I feel like, when it came out. Whatever the first one was we watched, Civil War, was that uh -huh. it? Uh-huh. That took us like four tries yeah and that one was hyped up too i think because that was like avengers versus avengers yeah, yeah. Um, um that's been my least favorite movie we've watched this spider timber i think same no definitely Civil followed War. probably followed by venom yeah great um and i think we but, have the same favorite as well but we can save that for later if you want okay um yeah we'll end the spider-man discussion on our favorite yeah i, think. I like that for now, um, we can talk shit on Venom. Yeah. <laughs> no, I... Just kidding. Yeah, I kind of... I wouldn't say a love-hate relationship. I had a like-hate relationship <laughs> with that movie. Like, it was okay, and I liked where they were going with it, but I just... It didn't get there for Poorly me. executed, yeah. I thought. And the, the plot felt half-assed. Again, just like... I think it's just a recurring theme in Marvel movies... I don't feel it so much with the whole Thanos dynamic, but just that conflict feels very forced. Mm -hmm. That like the human versus human conflict, it lacks the realism. Yeah. It goes back to that. It doesn't, like when in Civil War, when Captain America was going against like 
I still, I still to this day don't understand why he was so against like all of the countries saying like, Hey, we don't want you coming in here to our countries uninvited and just destroying shit. And he was like, I'm not signing that. <laughs> like, yeah. Why wouldn't you sign that? And how is that also the most Captain America thing you could do? Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, it's no. kind of on brand. I'm going to do what I want on your soil. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, it made no sense, especially considering, like, it was a, a Captain America movie. So that was supposed to be the side we were on, really? Oh, yeah, you know that's I mean? true. Like, that's he true. was the hero of that story? I mean, that, that part didn't even occur to me. Because, yeah, Tony Stark was definitely in the right <laughs> on that movie. But then also, like, in the end was in the wrong because, like, I guess Bucky had been framed and all of that. So it was like, Captain America, you're right. to but, do with signing it because he got framed during the signing. Yeah, that's so true. It had, it, that played, that did not play a part yeah. at all in his decision. Yeah, that movie kind of baffled me a little. Yeah, it was really It was weird. a head scratcher and I don't think it was meant to be. I don't think it was, no. Um, um, and yeah, that big fight scene, it just did not... It didn't deliver what I was hoping for. Spider-Man was the best part That's, of that scene. I was about to say the best part of that movie was the introduction of, of Tom Holland as yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, I loved it really that. was. Uh, so I am really excited to see where he goes um, as we catch up. Yeah, but that's also the thing. As it stands right now where we are in watching the movies, he's fucking dead. <laughs> like, he, just, I, yeah. he turned into dust. I know. <laughs> so oh, I don't even know they what they're going to gonna do with this. It, that made me so sad too because um like everyone else just kind of like faded away and he was like essentially yeah, a like, heartfelt, what's happening i don't yeah. want to go he was scared he was like dude what the fuck would you do us like that <laughs> yeah he had a tearjerker goodbye everybody else was just like where'd you go right like, <laughs> like <laughs> Or like I, I feel a little weird and then just disappear, but he like his took a second. Yeah. Really fucked up. Yeah. But um, so yeah, I really I don't know where they're gonna go with that. I guess the point we've gotten to in Endgame now is that they're like trying to reverse time or go back in the past and get the stones before Thanos can hit him with that all snap. Yep, <laughs> I guess I don't. I don't really know. I mean, I guess they succeed because we know we have two more Spider-Man movies. Or do we? Maybe it's two. Wait, it's not Tom Holland anymore. It's like different universe. Well, that's what I was gonna say. I thought going into Endgame when we first started it, I was like, okay, so they're obviously gonna bring everybody back. I I bet Doctor Strange is just gonna go do some like multiverse. But he's gone now, too. But yeah, I forgot that he turned to dust, too. So I, I don't know. I'm definitely intrigued to see what they do with that. Um, but as for our favorite Spider-Man, I think we're in agreement on this. Into the Spider-Verse is the best Spider-Man? Hands down. Hands down, at least so far. At least so far, it is the cream of the crop in my book. It's so good, and... It's so much fun. It's so much fun and so well done. And um, yeah, I was not expecting to love that one as much because we had seen it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we had both seen that one together going into it. It was right. the only one, actually, right? The yeah, only, only Spider-Man movie in this marathon 
that we had both seen and seen together. Yeah. So I guess, was it the only Spider-Man that I had seen out of this marathon? Wow. Is that, that sounds crazy. That can't be true. Aside from, I guess, some of like one of the animated series. Did you watch yeah, any I of watched, those? Yeah, I watched, uh, I guess, the 90s one as a kid. Okay. Yeah, I can't uh, keep those straight. I don't it could know have been wh- the 80s one. I don't which. know. Like whatever was played on like the CW or something as a kid. And now we take a short break while our cat freaks out. I'm back. All right. The cat has been handled. Yes, for now. Yeah, until it comes in here yelling at us. Mm-hmm. For handling. <laughs> it's almost inevitable. Yep. Um, what were we saying? Something about Spider-Man. <laughs> yes, it was definitely about Spider-Man. Um, oh, were we saying that Into the Spider-Verse was the only Spider-Man movie, or have we moved on past that? No, somehow, How yeah. How bad is my memory, dude? Pretty bad. <laughs> Pretty bad. Jeepers. Uh, yeah, I don't know how that's possible, but yeah, I think it was the only one that I had seen. I guess all the way through. Wow. Um, I am a little sad... Even though I didn't love Andrew Garfield's, I liked the world that they created. It felt the most real. Yeah. I think, I think their universe felt really real and actually yes. n- like New York, you know? Yes, and also definitely the most authentic, like, romantic relationship. Yes. Authentic feeling. They had great chemistry. Dude. Yeah. So good. But they were dating at the time, so I guess that makes sense, right? Yeah, but... Yeah, we haven't really gotten into Zendaya yet. Um, no, so Holland. far we haven't really seen much of her at all. I feel True. like she was in Homecoming, but really Very not little. that much. Yeah, mainly at L- the end. There. Little more than to introduce herself as Mary Jane. <laughs> yeah, but I am sad we didn't get a third Vanity yeah. Garfield. I think it would have been good. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah, I know they were planning on it, but I, I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Um, but yeah, so what do we have left to watch then? We've got to finish Endgame, and then there's two Tom Holland Spider-Man mm-hmm. standalones, and there's also Across the Spider-Verse and Venom 2, and then on the list that I have saved, at least, they also say Morbius. Oh, right. I forgot the about fucking that. <laughs> I don't know Jared how Jared that... Leto. It looks like a train wreck. Of a movie, but hey, Matt Smith's in it, so it might be good. I have actually heard that um, Jared Leto has now played the worst DC villain and the worst Marvel villain. Oh my so, God. in performance or worse across the board, like as a character, I don't know. I've just kind of heard that that generic blanket statement. Well, no, I it guess. can't be as a villain because he played the Joker, and the Joker is like one of the most like the Joker is like the, the icon- ultimate villain. Yeah, I so think. they must mean performance. The ultimate comic book villain, at least yeah. I will say. Yeah, I mean, I think I feel like you say villain. I don't know. Your mind goes Joker. Your mind, yeah, absolutely. At least mine does. For sure. Um, um, so yeah, they must mean performance wise, because yeah, yeah. And I feel like I feel like I heard a story about like because you know Jared Leto is a method actor. Oh God! Right. He, 
he he devotes himself fully to the characters that he plays. But that I weirdo. think there's like maybe this was actually a completely different Jared Leto movie that I heard it about. Um, but that I think maybe he has like Morbius has some sort of disability or something like okay. can't walk very well or something like that. So that was him the entire time they were filming, and that they wound up having to get somebody to wheel him to the bathroom and back while filming because he would just like it would take him like 20 30 minutes to hobble over to the bathroom and go to the bathroom and then hobble back on set and they were wasting too much time with Jared Leto's bathroom breaks that they eventually just got somebody to wheel him in a wheelchair to the toilet and back oh my god yeah. that sounds like a nightmare to like work with mm-hmm. to be a part of and have to, like yeah and then of course also, they're I mean, how method did he go? Did the guy have to, like, put him on the toilet or help him stand? Like, you know what I mean? I don't imagine that they went that far that he just then took, instead of 20 minutes to do the whole thing, five minutes to get himself onto the toilet and off. But I have no idea. I mean, there's also the classic story of when he was playing Joker and stuff that he was sending, like, fucked up stuff to Margot Robbie and Will Smith and, like, dead creature dead animals or something like that Uh, i have no idea and then i think when he did blade runner 2049 he like put in contacts that like made him basically blind or something because he was playing a blind guy i think or something i don't know that one's not too bad i can understand that but yeah but other shit is just too much i'm not an actor but like I am a human being, and I would be annoyed as fuck <laughs> if I had to be around. Yeah, him. yeah, it does seem like a uh, just a workplace nightmare. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I only I I don't know. Like you said, not an actor, can't really judge the craft or whatever all that much. But the method acting doesn't really make sense to me a whole lot outside of like if you're playing like a real person who there's like a lot of footage. Of and like you, you know, you can really see the way this person talks and how they carry themselves and right. stuff like that. You have like a lot of reference material to pull from, but it's like, I don't know, you're kind of just playing pretend 24 7. There's, there's an aspect of it that almost it rides the line of delusional in my yeah. mind. It also kind of makes you wonder, like, well, how good of an actor are you actually? If you have to like live this way in order to do it, right? Isn't like part of the craft of acting being like I I turn on when the cameras turn on, right? And then I can go back to being a normal functioning human being when nope. the camera's off. Not for Jared Leto. <laughs> what I mean, I don't know. Never mind. That was gonna be mean. Is he a normal functioning human being though? That's that's what I got. I doubt it. Yeah, I don't. I think mean, he he's is. been famous since he was how old? Like when was? Was he doing stuff before My So-Called Life? Because that's the first thing I remember seeing him in was that show. Yeah, I, don't, I, I really don't know. But, um, and I mean, he, was he was pretty, pretty young. young. So Yeah, you can tell um, we lived together uh, as we said that the exact <laughs> same way at the exact same time. Yeah, and not only that, like not only is he a famous actor, he's also like a famous musician and mm-hmm. singer. Like he's, he's definitely living that celebrity life. So I, I got to imagine it. She's got to be hard to exist in that world so, for so fully long. for so long and still, like, not to sound too judgmental, but still be normal. Like, there's no, he has no sense of, like, what 
our life is like or somebody like us like to just be totally removed from 99% of the population yeah yeah on top of all of that he's like a pretty guy always has been so mm-hmm. so even when he was quote unquote like normal oh yeah yeah that beauty privilege had, yeah exactly yeah. like i yeah there was no hope for him <laughs> there was no hope for him to be normal <laughs> He was just too goddamn lucky. <laughs> he was too pretty and too lucky. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure we're going to wind up watching that one. I think it'll be the last one on the list. <laughs> we're going to, it sounds like we're going to close it all out with just a giant turd of a movie. Hey, maybe it's going to be the best one. You don't know. <laughs> maybe, but I feel like if it's the best one, it's going to be the best one for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, kind of like Spider-Man 3. Tobey Maguire's was the best one? Well, I don't know if I would say that it's the best one, but the best parts of it are also the worst parts of it. So good, dude. (laughs) I don't know if there's a day that's gone by since we've watched it that I haven't thought of Tobey Maguire in the alleyway, in the mirror, with (laughs) the hair, and the eyeliner. Tossing his emo bangs. So good. Yeah. The beautiful part. I thought that black suit was so freaking cool as a kid, though. It was there was cool. there was nothing cooler than that to me as a kid like just on the cusp of my emo and punk phase it's like spider-man's the coolest dude ever <laughs> and now he's in black what yeah now he's in black with eyeliner and bangs yeah yeah it yeah. was pretty cool i i love that one um and just shout out toe for grace because he seems like a cool fucking guy <laughs> always loved him was he the best part of the movie no. No. But, uh, but how does his Venom rank in your mind compared to Tom Hardy's? Because they're wildly different uh, portrayals of, of Venom. And I don't Eddie, know if Eddie either Brock. one is more like accurate to the comics. I didn't read it. I don't really know much of the background on Venom. But he always seemed like a really fucking cool character. Yeah. He, one of the coolest looking characters in the Spider-Man universe, I think. I remember getting like legitimately kind of scared watching yeah. the cartoons. When, oh, when, yeah. When Venom would come on. Um, yeah, I'm not too well uh, versed or experienced with the cartoons. I would like to watch some more of those. At least like a few episodes from every series while we're doing this Spider-Timber yeah, that would be fun. We don't have many days left, so we got to get on. No, we got to start binging. Because um, up next, I'm not Socktober. As, not as excited for this <laughs> Not one. Socktober. Yeah, actually, it is Socktober is what I meant to tell you. is We're going to be watching for 31 days exclusively Sock Puppet Theater. Okay. All right, I'm on board. Yeah. I actually would prefer that to what we're going to do instead. Did you ever see the... I Sorry, totally random tangent... Did you ever see the like uh, Harry Potter puppet thing? Those viral videos? No idea what you're talking about. It was like uh, like I only I only vaguely remember it. I know I know I'm not alone in it. It's, it was huge, but it was just like all of the different <laughs> Harry Potter characters as puppets, like essentially just saying their names to the rhythm of a song. Like it was just like Ron. Ron, Ron, Hermione. <laughs> like Hermione. <laughs> Do you- no, I've never seen that. Never heard of it. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I was like, Snape, Snape, Severus, Snape, or some, something like that. I think I'm, I'm 
I'm butchering it slightly, but yeah, I'll have to find that. Maybe on uh, on the next episode, I'll find that video and I'll play it for you and get your reaction to it. Because okay. <laughs> that is a classic internet video, at least in my book. Sorry, totally I'll random tangent. <laughs> <laughs> but Sock Puppets took me there. Sock Puppets and movie franchises together so it took me straight to that. Yeah, we did just... Uh, watch all of the the harry potters yeah recently as well clearly we've been going through some like franchise binging because mm-hmm. i i didn't actually clarify but Socktober is we're watching all of the saw movies baby uh, i think we've both only seen about the first three maybe four i don't think I've that they may I, I know i've seen at least the first two possibly the third one yeah i was gonna say i remember the first one for sure mm-hmm. and then i feel like i just have a uh a collaged memory of the following like two or three. I don't know what happens in what movie or what order and sequence, but I just remember bits and pieces. I feel like there's one that takes place. That's like a group in a house and there's like, there's different traps in the rooms and stuff. It sounds about right. I don't know. They're coming out with a new one, right? Or it's out. Oh, are they? They just feel like they they did the one with Chris Rock too. Right. That was, but that was a few years ago years, now. Years ago, but I feel like I did see a trailer recently for a new Saw. Oh shit! Um, so if we hurry up, and yeah. finish them, maybe we can catch the yeah. new one. But it, like coming soon, coming soon, like this Halloween, you think? Or I do. I think that like would be the time to release it. right? I feel like it's the, it was this month, or maybe it's next month. I don't really know. All right, then we got some binging to do. I really? I mean, do. We got to finish Spider Man first. I'm probably but. gonna watch those like half. Like like with my knees up. Kind You're gonna of do like I did as a, a kid. You get yourself a nice afghan, and then you just there widen you one of the yarn holes, and you watch through that. That's what I used to do. Did you actually? Yeah, we had a pink, That's white, horrible. and black afghan, and I would just line up two stretched out holes where my eyes were, and watch stuff through that. It's <laughs> <That's> pretty cute. <laughs> yeah, maybe I need to do that. No, I don't think. I just, I don't do well with the gore stuff. Like, yeah, I, I don't used know. I mean, to love it. As like a teenager, that was my of shit. <laughs> gory horror movies all day. Gory yeah. horror, gory horror movies, I said. <laughs> gory horror movies and ghost stories. <laughs> that was my bag. No, and I like, like, one again, one of my favorite franchises, as we're talking about those apparently. Um, I keep hitting this thing. Sorry if you're picking picking that up on the mic. Um, but I love the Scream movies. Like that's mm. they're some of my favorites, and those are slashers. Yeah, but they're not like over the top. Like how gross can we get gory? Right. Yeah, they and definitely I, had a different agenda. They were like, how slasher movie can we make this slasher movie in right. like the most meta way? Of course. Oh, I mean, yeah. Super meta. Was meta like a word when those movies came out? When did like meta come into like the popular vernacular? I know was they said pre-screen? it in the fourth one. Yeah, but I that feel was like before, so much later. I know that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like before that, I don't know. If, if I don't that think word people was... were. I don't really even. Is meta like meta? What does it mean? Does it have to do with metaphor, metaverse, meta woman, and I want to make her mine? <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, 
we're acting like we don't have the internet. Yeah, but like I'm gonna if I try and type stuff in right now, I'm gonna be bumping the mic and it's gonna throw my microphone set up out of whack. So all right, so episode uh, this next episode coming up. What are mm-hmm. we on now? Wait, this is the first this is <laughs> we've been doing it so long. I forgot <laughs> <laughs> episode one. We can't keep track of what episode it is. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we're not cut out for this podcast thing. Well, episode two, then we, maybe we we come up with a different system. Yes, so we, we watch. We can open Google. We watch Harry we Potter these, puppets. Yeah, <laughs> and we find a way to Google. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe we won't talk about movies that came out like twenty years ago. We probably still we probably will still do will, that. Let's be honest. That's really kind of our bread and butter. Yeah. Obscure albums for me, and twenty-year-old movies for you. Mm-hmm. That's kind of our forte. It's true. It's where we live. Um, but yeah, any final thoughts on Spider-Man? Any predictions going forward? Do you think... Oh, how um, do you see Endgame ending? <laughs> how do you do you think that they're going to do the whole go back in time, get the stone, solve the, the thing? So I feel like somebody's got to sacrifice themselves, right? Like this has got to be the end of at least one major character still, right? Right. And like Robert Downey Jr. seems pretty done with the movies. Like he's moved on to, you know, he went and did, uh, what was it? Dr. Doolittle and Christopher Nolan's most recent movie and stuff like that. Oppenheimer, yeah. Was he in that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I don't think I knew that. Um, Everybody. Well, I don't want to know. Don't, that don't spoil that for me. I won't. Um, because I would definitely, I I definitely want to see that. I wanted yeah. to see it when it was in theaters, but somehow we just kept missing it. Yeah. Um, I want to see Barbie too. Honestly, I'd be down to watch that. Um, that one I might. You're gonna be watching that through the Afghan. I feel like the Barbie. Barbie, because yeah. it's so terrifying. <laughs> it's so awful. <laughs> um. <laughs> But any predictions for Spidey or or for Endgame? Is that what you're asking? Or any of it, really. Just do you have any predictions going forward? Do you think... Here's a question for you. All right. Kind of unrelated to Spider-Man, but in the, in the Spider-Verse. And I guess this applies to both the Spider-Verse movie and Venom. Do you think... Drop my pen. Do you think that Venom 2 will improve on Venom 1? Or... Are they just going to go through the motions of Venom 1 over again to diminishing returns? My prediction is for Venom, I think I think it's going to be better. I think we had to get through the first one in order to get to sort of like... I don't know if it was the very end or if it was the um, after credit scene, but like when he's in the store and... Yeah, He's kind of talking to Venom, and they they have this relationship. Kind of establish now. a rapport between the two. Yeah, I think we had to get through that first bullshit in the first. All the movie. origin, yeah, story to get to that, up. which is going to be the bread and butter, I think, of the second one, um, which I think is going to be better. Okay, yeah, I think it'll be. Um, I don't know. I don't want to sound too negative, Nancy. I think it'll be slightly better, but not enough to change my overall opinion of oh, the yeah. movies. I don't think it's going to be my favorite like Marvel movie or anything. But well, no, no. I don't. I don't. I don't even know. 
I just think it'll be slightly better is I guess the best yeah. way to put it. I don't think it's going to be like a huge improvement or anything like that. Um, and to answer your earlier question, because I think we got off on another tangent before I could answer, Topher Grace. Oh, right. I forgot I even I asked think, that. Well, I think as I think, what's his name? Eddie Brock? Eddie Brock. Is, Eddie Brock. Yeah. I think Tom Hardy's character was obviously written better. You know, mm-hmm. more of a real person. More current, just more current, even yeah. in his journalistic pursuits. He was yeah. like essentially like a freelance vice guy or some shit. Right. Um, I thought, you know, that, that character was obviously better, but I got to go toe for grace. That's my boy. Always yeah. has been. And I just, I don't know. I like the suit. I like the campiness of the character. Um I like the fact that he was praying to God in church to kill Peter Parker. Like, that's yeah. beautiful. Like, what? <laughs> Who writes that? It's amazing. Um, and I just, yeah, I don't know. I liked, I, I, I kind of liked that suit a little bit better. Don't know yeah. why. Just say, do you like Venom more as a hero or a villain? Because, like, Eddie Brock in Tom Hardy's mm-hmm. movie was kind of, fell more on the hero side of things. I, right. Than... Whereas Topher Grace is, was a total villain. Yeah. Like, even before he was Venom, like you said, he was praying for Toby McGuire, Peter Parker to die. Yeah. Uh, I guess I like, I don't know. I just like Topher Grace. I think I like, um, you know, Venom as a hero a little bit more. I guess that's more interesting. You like him more as a hero? Yeah. See, I'm changing my opinion as I'm talking to you. Yeah. Going back to the beginning. That's how it works. Figuring it out. Yeah. Magic three words, the title of today's show. It's true. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think, and I think a lot of it just comes back to the look of the character, but I like Venom more, at least in concept, as a villain. He's kind of like the perfect counterpart villain to Mm Spider-Man. But at the same time, like, I don't know if, the way the Tom Hardy movie went is just as canon. If he's like just like one of those characters who kind of rides the line, rides the line, has like ambiguous morals where sometimes he falls on this side, other times he falls on that. I I don't know. I don't know if they like. I don't know if they're doing anything different with him or if they're just pulling from. I don't know anything about the Venom characters. Essentially, what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> but I think he makes a cooler looking villain than he does a believable hero. I guess. But I feel like they kind of played into that in Venom because at first he was like essentially killing Eddie Brock from the inside out and, you know, wanted to like eat people and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. And then was essentially like, oh, well, you know what? I kind of like Earth and I kind of like you. So, you know, I'll be good for now, you know? Right. And I guess, guess yeah, like they were kind of saying in that, in the most recent Venom movie or just the Venom movie because... Topher Grace didn't have his own movie, obviously. Um, I don't know. I totally lost my train of thought. Oh, okay, good talk. <laughs> See, that's what happens when I don't have my pen you to fidget You don't have your pen with. to fidget. I've been fidgeting with thoughts. this pencil for a long um, time. What was I saying? Oh, just in that, like, I guess the symbiote, parasite, whatever it is, like, It has to like get along with the like. Right. It either agrees with the host or it doesn't, and it's like 
there's like certain requirements or something like that. Sometimes they just don't jive because all of those other people died. Violently. So I guess the parasite doesn't really have many other options anyways, but it's not like the parasite dies. What does he care? He just finds another body. That's true, but... I guess it just makes things easier for him. Right. Um, yeah, I guess that form is is better for him. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But I will say, what was the the real villain, the other alien guy? What was his name? Um, Riot? That's what I was going to say. Rocket? I think no, it was Riot. I think it's Riot. He looked fucking stupid, in my opinion. I yeah. hated... Yeah. That animation. That looks so bad. Yeah. Yeah, I do like Venom's look in the movie more than in uh more than Topher Grace's Venom. Like the the look of the Venom suit and stuff. I do think it looked better in the the more recent movie. Just it looked to me more like a parasite taking over mm-hmm. a person's body than like a person wearing a suit. Which is kind of what the Topher Grace one looked like to me, but what are yeah, your thoughts on that? I, I'll agree with that, but I will say, like, I think, I think the Topher Grace one looked better when it was like he was becoming him, and like you could see his head and stuff, and like his. Oh you know yeah, what I, mean? I think that looked cooler than like the half. Uh, Tom Hardy half, you know what I mean? Yeah, I did not like that. That looks weird. Yeah. I didn't like that. But I mean like the fully covering suit when it's like the Venom face and everything. I think I like that a little bit more in the Tom Hardy movie, personally. But that could just be a matter of updated graphics. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, that probably was, that played a big part, I'm yeah. sure. I, mean, I remember there were a few moments in the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 2 where I was like, whoa, I don't, I don't remember it looking like this. I don't remember it looking like just an animated dude swinging through the oh city. Oh my god, it was so bad. <laughs> anything like that. I feel like somehow was it the second one that we were like, how did it get worse? How did the animation yeah. get worse in the second one than? Yeah, that's first? true. I forgot about that. Yet simultaneously, in that first trilogy, that is still my favorite Spider-Man suit. The yes. most, the best looking Spider-Man suit. I to think me. overall, it literally looked like a spider-man suit that's like, that's when you yeah when you think of spider-man yeah like his suit i yeah but it just looked like a suit on a person versus tom holland's to me just like it doesn't it looks too artificial it I, it doesn't look cool, real the, the design is really cool mm-hmm. i like the fact that his eyes move and right and that, i feel, I feel like that's pretty good. true to the comics too yeah because like his expressions would change in the suit still and stuff like that you know but i feel like I mean, he can sometimes wear a suit. You don't have to make it yeah, animated like yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole time. I don't know. And that was most noticeable to me at least in Civil War, mm-hmm. I think. So maybe they just didn't have it all fleshed out. I don't know then. Maybe the uh the suit still needed fittings. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it might get better as we go. Um I got to imagine it will. The space suit that shit was dope. That was so fucking cool. Like this, 
Spider-Man, Iron Man Yeah, dude, I suit. love that. No one talked about that. that. I had was... never seen a picture of that before. No. Like, I thought I would see a still or someone talk about it, but yeah, that was so cool. And then it had like the mechanical spider. Oh, yeah, the spider. tentacle, like yeah. Doc Ock. Yeah, almost like Doc uh, Ock. Yeah, like it was spider arms. So cool. I love that. Um, Second favorite suit. My yeah. Tobey Maguire. Yeah. And then... I agree with that completely. And I never thought we would see Spider-Man in space. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool too. But yeah, I think um, I love, so so far at least, I love Tom Holland's portrayal of Peter Parker. Yeah? I like his, this is going to sound weird, but I feel like his voice fits. I -hmm. guess maybe he just sounds younger. Too. Definitely the youngest sounding and looking. The, I guess maybe that's for why sure. I feel Especially like in Civil War, he was a tiny little He's, boy. I know. <laughs> I wonder how old he actually was um, in that. I'm not I, I don't sure. know how old he is, but I don't have my phone. Otherwise, I he would may look have it been, up. If not actually a kid, but you know, close to close it. Close to it. Sure. Just recently, not a kid or something. You know, he may very well have still been a teen. Not a hundred percent sure. I'm not sure. But. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to, to finish these and then give definitive thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, if if not by episode two, I think by episode three, we'll be at least at least done with the actual Spider-Man. <laughs> we might still have like Morbius and Venom and stuff like that to go, but yeah. we'll at least have... I don't think Spider-Man's going to pop up in any of those. And I don't I'm think surprised. Venom is going to pop up in any of the Spider-Man I would love or to anything. see Tom Hardy's Venom versus Tom Holland's Spider-Man. It would be an interesting Just, fight, but they seem to live in... The worlds don't feel the same, so I, I don't know. Like, Yeah, isn't Venom in California, actually? Uh, yeah, yeah that, I think he I was. Wrong? I think he was. Because he said he had been in New York, and then... Yeah, I don't know, but it didn't really feel like California in the movie. Yeah, I feel like they had that. Uh, maybe I'm misremembering, but I feel like there was one shot where they might have had like a San Francisco like. Oh yeah, the bridge. Uh, oh I no, remember I was the bridge say in the background of one shot. The roads that go straight up. You know? Oh yeah, the hills. The hills. Um. But yeah, it didn't really. It didn't really feel like California that much. Mm-mm. Uh, but yeah, I would love to see them go against each other just because Tom Holland's like so tiny versus mm-hmm. like, and then when he's Venom, dude, it's massive. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. I don't know what the conflict would be though. They would have to find a, there would have to be some sort of issue that uh, kind of falls in a gray area, right? With uh, Venom's motives being kind of ambiguous as to whether they're good or bad. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, even just seeing them work together would be pretty I, cool. That's too. what I was going to say. That a team up would be dope. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think we're going to get that, but who knows? I mean, I don't probably lots so. of people know. Probably there's so many people who've seen all of these movies already. Yeah. Um, I do know one thing we're going to get that I'm not going to tell you, but I am very excited for you to see it. And I will say no more than do that. Do I get to know what movie I'm expecting no, it in? I don't know what movie to expect it in. Oh. But I know it I'm happens, so and I know you'll know what I'm talking about when it happens. Oh my gosh! That's okay. all I'm gonna say. All right, we I'm can excited. revisit that that line of. Are you sure I'll know? I'm pretty dumb. <laughs> no, you'll know. <laughs> okay. You will know. Okay. Um, and I'm excited to talk about that and see where all that goes. But 
I think we've talked enough about Spider-Man for one episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll pick up in the next <laughs> one. <laughs> I think we talked about him for like 40 minutes. Well, it's been our entire September, so what did you expect? That's true. Expect the same thing, I guess, in October with the Saw movies. Unless we really... Well, actually, even if we really hate him, we might have even more to say about him then. Right. Um, yeah. I don't think we're going to walk away loving them. Probably not. I feel like they're going to... I feel like the first one... Here's my prediction for how I'm going to feel about mm-hmm. Saw. I think the first one... Well, I know I've seen that one, but I don't really remember. Um, I think that one's going to be good. I remember enjoying the second one. I remember enjoying like the premise of... But I don't know if it's going to hold up. Mm-hmm. So I think the first two are going to be good. I think it's going to become a fucking mess in the middle like yeah. just convoluted and yeah i think the storyline is really and... gonna get away from them yeah. somewhere around like five four and, or five but i, I feel, feel like... like was it six was it saw six that was chris rock or no i think it was even there were even more before damn, that God damn how many were there? i feel like chris rocks was closer to like 10 or something Jesus. it was like seven or eight well maybe. i feel like his is gonna be good i feel like they're gonna get it back together yeah, I think that will definitely be the start of an upswing, but I think it's going to get pretty bad. Are there really like close to then. 10? I, I wish I could look it up. I don't have my phone on me. Yeah. We'll look it up once we'll we're off it. mic. But... Yeah, I just feel like I feel like past three, it's going to get rough. Yeah. Yeah, I remember two. I think it was three. I think I remember three being my favorite, but like I said, I really, it's all kind of, jumbled together mm-hmm. as to what took place in which movie they're all just kind of different scenes of carnage and torture yeah yeah i'm not <laughs> looking forward mind. to it it might be slightly torturous for me but yeah we'll see i don't even know where that th- those are available to watch oh, that's true we'll find them yeah I'll probably go up to like uh Use bookstore, book and video store, and find them all on DVD for like a dollar each. Absolutely. At this point, they're in like the dollar bin at Walmart. Or <laughs> I think so. I got to imagine they're all on some sort of streaming service, probably on like Shutter or something, though, know, that we yeah, don't I, have. I don't know. Yeah, we'll be able to find it somewhere. Yeah. We used just, to have Shutter, didn't we? Yeah, we did for Briefly. a time. We did for a time. I feel like it got better after. I feel like it was a lot of like real low budget indie mm-hmm. horror movies when we were on there and it's maybe evolved a little further as a platform now. But Yeah, maybe we look back into it around Halloween, during Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wonder how much their subscriptions spike every October. Probably a lot. That's got to be their Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Um, Do you think there's an app that streams exclusively like Hallmark and like that type of christmas movie like all year round well on pluto there's a channel mm. that does lifetime christmas movies 24 7 and that's free so that's yeah. a fucking steal mm-hmm. why aren't we watching those that's more just like then? an endless well of content well it's only around christmas time oh, and they're not showing meant, them currently i thought you meant like always no once december it. comes it's like they they not right now it's just lifetime movies 24 7 also Once good, like but all right. November hits, November December, it switches to like just Christmas all the time. Essentially, the same Christmas movie on repeat because they all follow the same plot points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes maybe they gender swap, and it's the the guy comes comes home from his city in the job instead of the girl. 
Is there ever uh, his city in the job? I just you, said. I, by I, the I, way, exactly. That's completely normal. <laughs> the city in the job. <laughs> his city in the job. Yeah. My, the city is my job. <laughs> you a hooker? Yeah. Don't judge. Don't judge sex workers. You can't. I, I didn't judge you. I was asking. There was judgment in the voice, though. Never. I, I fully support sex workers. You are one. You're not supposed to know that. Oh, we weren't telling them that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have an OnlyFans. Sorry you had to find out this way, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Only hams. Only hams. <laughs> Oh no, it's also called ham on rye. It's, oh yeah. <laughs> Just a little different. A little different. But yeah, any final thoughts on Spider Man before uh or or final thoughts on anything? It looks like we're at about an hour and a half, so I think we could wrap it up here, unless there's anything else you wanted to talk about, make sure we cover in the first episode of this podcast. No, I mean, I think uh, I think we covered most of what we wanted to talk about. <laughs> we talked about why we were podcasting and then Spider-Man and for Spider-Man, 40 minutes. And we have nothing else to say. <laughs> I'm tapped out. And I, yeah, I mean, if I was in the loop on news or anything like that, maybe I would have something to say about some relevant current bit of information, but I know nothing. Nope, we're just going to talk about a movie franchise that's been out for... Yeah. Most of our lives. Yeah, I did have an interesting uh, run-in. Not run-in. I had an interesting conversation with a trucker the other day, about a 40-minute conversation with a trucker. Uh, it started with him asking if my mom was dead. And it Wait. ended with us huddled together watching Obama clips on YouTube on his phone. How am I just hearing about this? I was saving it for the podcast. And... <laughs> Why did he think your mom was dead? Uh, he didn't think my mom was dead. I guess to clarify for the people listening, uh, by night I am podcast extraordinaire, Rye. Mm-hmm. By day I work in a warehouse. <laughs> 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 Probably pretty relatable for at least some people listening out there. Um, a little different from your usual warehouse job, I think, for both in for better and worse, is in it's literally just me in a warehouse handling everything. It's not like a whole big operation. I mean, it's a pretty big operation. It's like the size of a football field or a it's warehouse, massive. at least lengthwise, not widthwise. But anyway, this is all mostly unrelated. But yeah, so we get you know truck deliveries and stuff like that. And usually, my favorite part of the job is talking to the truckers. So yeah, I had a guy. A driver coming, he was delivering like four or five pallets, and I was helping him unload those. And once, uh, once we finished, he stopped and he asked me. He was like, "He said, I don't mean no injury, but is your mom dead? Is your mom still alive?" And I was like, I had headphones in, so I was like, "What? <laughs> huh?" <laughs> and took a headphone out, and he was like, "I don't mean no harm, but I, I was just wondering if your mom's still alive." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Um, and he said that he had just recently lost his mom. Um, prior to that, he lost his brother a few months back. And a few months before that, he lost his dad. Oh, my God. Um, and so he was basically just saying, like, call her. Damn. He was saying, cherish your family. Like, even if you don't have anything to say, just give him a call and say, just checking in. Which is something... 
that I actually, it's kind of one of those weird, I don't know if serendipitous is the word for it, but one of those weird coincidences where it was like, that's actually kind of something I needed to hear right now. Like, cause I am not the best at keeping in touch with my family. Like I'm just not good at staying on top of texts. I'm awful at small talk. I hate that. I don't know. I literally feel like I don't know how small talk works. You were just saying that. You're like, I don't. I just I don't know do what it. to say. Yeah. Like I, I feel like in those co- types of conversations, people are always looking at me for something more. And like, I don't know what, what to give you right now. Um, I don't really want to talk about the weather or, right. <laughs> or whatever, you know. Um so yeah, it started with that, uh, and then he tried to talk to me a little about college football, um, and I was just like, man, that is all going over my head. I don't know any of the names you're saying. He was like, he started by, he asked me, he was like, what do you, so what do you think of what's going on in Colorado? What do you think of Colorado? And I was like, I've never been, but it seems not. He's like, no, man, football. He was like, <laughs> like Deion Sanders, man. I was like, I know the name and or, or whatever. So he, he filled me in a little on, I guess, Deion Sanders is now coaching college football in okay. Colorado. And his son's the quarterback. And he's like really whipping the team in shape. But people are being kind of racist. And oh, okay. it's, it's a kind of high drama situation. And that somehow led us to talking about Obama. And he was he he was saying that Obama was the first president to ever just like walk out, <laughs> walk out of the White House or some shit. So then he was showing me all these clips of like Obama just like walking the National Mall with a couple uh, I almost called them social security guys, <laughs> <laughs> Secret Service, the other SS. Yeah, we don't say that either. There's more than one SS and some of them aren't good. Oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> you didn't even think about that. That's true. <laughs> he wasn't working um, with, uh, walking with that SS. But no, yeah. Then we fell down a rabbit hole of watching uh, Obama clips on his phone of Obama like walking around DC, like going in diners, doing some Christmas shopping, and like Best Buy and stuff. And it was just, it was really cool to see. I hadn't seen any of those clips before, and how he was just like, I don't know. I know we said we don't want to get political, but what a guy, dude. He was He had He is so fucking He had cool. time for everybody. Like he mm-hmm. literally he was like, you know, went and picked up pizzas to take back home and like just stopped and set him on his car and like made his the entire rounds of the crowd like every side of the block and um he was like there was another clip where he went into like a diner and he bought chili dogs for all the secret service guys and stuff. And it was just like, there was no sort of presidential airs about it. It was really just like a dude in a button up shirt. Like you going hot dog or chili dog. You want hamburger, Uh, cheeseburger. What are we doing? What do you guys want to drink? And it was just like, yeah, I'll say it. I love that man. He was the first president I actually ever voted for. Yeah. Second term was the first time I got to vote. And I was like, I'm going Obama. But yeah, it was, um, it was really cool to see. He also had, on a superficial level, he just had fucking swag, or has fucking swagger. Like, he dresses well. Mm-hmm. Like, he got, he's got a walk about him. <laughs> Love it. Sorry, you continue. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that, that was pretty much all of the story there. Um, That's we ended by watching his... Dude, we sat for like 40 minutes 
watching videos on this dude's You and this phone. stranger? Have you? We had- stood in the open bay door because it was the only place we could get service to for the videos to load. Just like side by side, huddled over his phone. We ended by watching Obama on uh, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Yes, I was going to say. That was the final one we watched. Yeah. And, but we watched like the entire episode plus like five or six other clips. That is hilarious. And then it was funny. He was kind of an older guy um, in the middle towards the end of uh, Comedians in Cars. He got a text from T-Mobile <laughs> saying there was like an error with his payment but he couldn't like read the text, so he was having he had me. I had to read the text to him. Oh my god! So I was like, "Oh man, there was an issue with like your cell phone payment. I think you're gonna have to call him and stuff." So then he had to call T-Mobile and he left. But that's so awkward. It was it was a nice little uh, unexpected and wholesome moment. It was it was just a nice moment of like human connection, and I feel like you get those a lot with truck drivers yeah you you always have good stories to tell about the truck drivers you meet yeah had you ever met him before or have you seen him since never seen him in my life and i don't think i will see him again no no it, it was like uh this wasn't like a ups or a fedex delivery this was like freelance kind of yeah, yeah exactly he was like long haul driving it from like states away um well he sounds like a good guy. Yeah, I didn't even catch his name. Considering all the loss that he had recently, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Um, so I hope he has a good rest of his life, man. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't have those types of stories with the people <laughs> I meet at my job, so. Definitely some stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not wholesome. I'm sure we'll stories. hear some of those someday, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm uh, sure. You'll have something to share for us probably by <laughs> the next episode we record, if not some somewhere in the first five at least. I'm sure something will come up because yeah, you always got. I don't. I don't work in the best area. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, but. But that's great, man. Yeah. So I think let's uh, let's end this episode with the same advice he gave me. You know, cherish your families cherish whether they're family or not cherish your loved ones Mm -hmm. um reach out check in with people make sure they're doing well and just uh try and make time for people don't get don't be like me and get so caught up in your own bullshit that you sometimes forget there are other people in the world i like that um i think those will be my my final words for this show that and of course if anybody is listening to this, thank you. And hopefully, thank you for enjoying it, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you if, if you made it this far. Or even if you made it, like, halfway. Yeah, <laughs> well, then you. they're not hearing this. Yeah, but, but still, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for people. Anybody who clicked this at any point, thank yeah. you. Yeah. We, you, we hey. appreciate it because we're trying. That's. I mean, that's literally all we're, we, we can say right now. Yeah. You know, we're trying. We're just trying to figure it out, trying to figure ourselves out. Um, but yeah, yeah, if you did, if you did click on this and you didn't listen to it and you did make it this far and you did enjoy it, do one more thing for us and tell a friend. Yeah. Word of mouth is an underrated form of, of, uh, sort of sharing things anymore. I feel like it's rare you actually say to a person, oh, hey, have you seen this? I think you would like this or something like that. We all kind of. 
just keep our things to ourselves or more and more. Or just assume that maybe that person's already seen it. Or, yeah. You know. Yeah. Don't assume that with this because odds are they have not. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. But yeah, thank, thanks for tuning in. I uh, hope to see you in the next one. Until then, um, just take care of yourselves. Be good to each other. Be present. Be present. And uh, take it as it comes, I guess. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Peace out. <laughs>